0: Hey, it's Priscilla and this is Sophia and you're listening to girl. You're not alone
1: Quick disclaimer. We are not professionals We are just two friends who wanted to come together to create a community for you guys Because you guys might be going through what we have been through So
0: grab your snack grab a blanket and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast Hey guys, welcome back. So we've got our first time guest here,
1: first guest ever actually. So uh, so I'm going to let Sophia kind of introduce them because she, I mean, I'm just getting to know them and their platforms, which is incredible, but she has been a long time fan. So I'm going to let her introduce them.
0: I have, I have been following, especially Caroline for quite a bit. And um, I got into contact with Caroline because I wanted to do her program. She's starting this program, which is really cool and it's personal um training and personal um she's going to be a personal trainer basically mm-hmm. and i was love their <laughs> podcast as well they have a podcast called girls with goals and i just reached out to her and asked her and she said yes so yeah why don't you guys uh, say a little bit about you guys awesome yeah
2: well we're happy to be here i'm caroline I'm in Catherine, Where you guys can differentiate our voices. Yeah, I know, we probably sound a bit similar <laughs> on this audio, but we are twins and we have our own podcast that we host called Girls With Goals, as well as just our own um, personal social medias in the health and wellness space. And so that is how we got connected with Sophia and Priscilla, and we're excited to especially be their first guests and yeah. kind of <laughs> have that fun opportunity to like take them into the podcast guest
1: world. <laughs> yeah, we're super excited for it.
0: I know. I I was so excited when you said yes. I I was totally. Oh my gosh, Yeah.
1: <laughs> she like sent
0: me like a ton of voice memos and I couldn't
1: keep up in time. with it. I was like, I what is happening?
2: That. I love a voice memo.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: I just sent like to our roommate and I like a four minute
1: long voice memo. <laughs> <No, laughs> we're, my- we're trying to find furniture for
0: our apartment next year. And we're trying to like all agree on stuff. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Oh, yeah. With we've roommates been there before. That's yeah, really hard. Yeah. If you listen, <laughs> if you go back through and listen to some of mm-hmm. our podcasts, we we've had some crazy experiences with roommates. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's but a yeah. Red
2: passage. <laughs> it, is a red it really passage. is. It's a we have a good roommate situation. It's Caroline yeah. and I and our best friend Anna. And we're super excited about it. Yeah. But. I think this is what I think this is gonna be the best um roommate year. <laughs> yeah it's our third year of college and so the first two were both like I mean freshman year was fine we were just like not
1: freshman like, year we just didn't end up COVID, being
2: that great us. friends and then last year it was the two of us our friend Anna who we we're gonna live with next year
0: and then um one other girl but I think this year's gonna be perfect <laughs> yeah yeah it's always so much fun when you actually have some really great roommates yeah. and, and um it just gets it makes the whole experience way better oh mm-hmm. for sure
1: so-, so I know we're gonna talk about loneliness. How was that during COVID? Cause you guys just said you entered college during COVID.
0: Yes. No, they, they're so they're They're. You guys are almost 20 mm-hmm. and it's so awesome. Their platform that they have, I mean, they're the, what you guys promote and your body positivity and things like that. And I can't believe what it was like during COVID to try to make friends.
2: Yeah. Um, it was definitely, so number one, it's we're twins and we go to the same school and, that's like a great support system and kind of like, you know, foundation to fall back on. And I think it takes a lot of the pressure off sometimes of meeting people. But that said, we've both definitely had our fair share and continue to have our fair share of loneliness. And I think a huge reason that I've become aware of is that because we do have each other, it's number one, hard to find and maintain connections that are as like solid as us. We've known each other since birth yeah um and then you know having each other it's like almost sometimes almost an excuse to be like I don't need to make new connections you Mm. know what I mean oh yeah Um, Mm -hmm. but going through COVID it was definitely helpful that we did have each other um and that we've gone through periods of extreme loneliness you know prior to that but entering college during COVID all of us like the entire year we didn't quite know any difference so we just kind of took it for what it was and I think people tried to make the most of it and no one really realized how horrendous it was until you know we're out of it yeah, and now everyone is year, like oh my god we see the year like of like years below us now and we're like you guys they're have so friends? social like, they're you guys have things. social groups like we don't <laughs> we didn't get that we didn't have that how do you how do you have those yeah. Yeah, yeah we entered our freshman year during COVID so basically like people meeting people was just like going out of your way to try to meet people and like gathering outside where you could because there was nowhere to meet inside there was no dining halls you couldn't go in each other's dorms You there were no events So weird classes Mm -hmm. were online so there was no (laughs) classrooms there was just literally no opportunity to like be in a room with another person you just had to like somehow congregate outside to try to meet people it was yeah definitely um made it very challenging and not <laughs> as natural as I think it should be but. yeah
1: were you guys think- able to roam your first year together
2: uh we did it no. by choice yeah. which I think was also a good thing because yeah. there literally would have been no reason to leave our room then yeah. if we had lived together, it would have been too comfortable <laughs> we get along well and we're like obviously very close like we have a business together now um yeah we didn't really want to go to the same school because we do have so many like similarities and we find ourselves in the same group because we have very similar interests and in people and hobbies and whatever it is so in our intentions were to you know go to different schools and kind of separate a little bit but we both loved northeastern the school that we're at now and didn't want to choose and i like who gets to go so we both went and kind of had the intention to have separate friend groups or try that out and I mean we always just end up with the same people (laughs) because we have the same interests, and it ended up it's a really great situation and I love the spot we're in now and I enjoy that we are in the same place and we like have the same close friends um but I think it was, it's very helpful that we did kind of branch out a little bit, especially in the beginning and through COVID, because we have beyond our like best friends and closest friends, like we do have a lot of individual friends as well. And I think yeah. that's very helpful. We can definitely get into that, like varying friend groups or sources of people kind of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, like I said, I can't imagine trying to do, because I already had a tough enough time trying to go through college and actually mm-hmm. making friends. It's different when you move to like a whole different state. I know yeah. you guys. I think you guys live in Massachusetts, and you also yeah, we I mean, live both. in New Hampshire, but just about an hour away, so it's yeah. it's not too far. Yeah. So we both have moved from different states and went to a different, completely different college. Oh, but my college was really great. <laughs>
1: my college experience was really great. <laughs> like oh, I made okay. tons of friends. Now, what wasn't great was. I had some like scary situations where I got like chased out of a store by a random man. But aside from that one like scarring moment, (laughs) I loved college. Like, okay, tons of friends had like the best groups. But when I got married and moved to Indiana, (laughs) that's when I hit loneliness. Gotcha. 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 Like, cause I didn't, I didn't have any basis, you know, like I didn't have college to fall on. I didn't have anything. Yeah. (laughs) I had a really rough. Yeah. There was no
2: like, (laughs) Place to, I think it's definitely hard because when you're in school or you're in, yeah, you know something like that, whether it be a, I don't know, maybe like a corporate job or something like that. You know, you have that group and maybe like, you have a pool of people to kind of,
1: yeah, be around. Be around. I didn't even, um, not even have a job to fall back on though, because I, I worked for my husband. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Imagine if that didn't work out.
1: It'd be, I'd be terrible. <laughs> it would be extra lonely. Yeah. Indiana has been rough for both of us. Like,
0: yeah, I yeah. <laughs> love Indiana,
1: but it was, it's been rough for both of us moving here. Yeah. Did As you part... meet
2: in Indiana? Yes.
1: Yeah. So we actually met at the church we go to. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she actually sat next to me. Like we both do stuff in our church. Like, like she months? does lights and I do like camera work. Uh-huh. So like we were both like sitting back there for like months, but like <laughs> never talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a hello. <laughs> And right. then yeah. my husband, one day I was like, I really like them. We need to be their friends. Like her husband's awesome. She's awesome. Let's be friends with them. And he was like, okay. And like for my birthday, he randomly surprised me with them at yeah. a oh, really nice restaurant downtown. So and I was like, okay, this is really awkward because one, like we're not that close. It's my birthday, <laughs> but yeah, like right. two, okay, fine. Like let's roll with it. <laughs> so yeah. it ended up being like a great thing. <laughs> Oh yeah. God, no I love that that's so fun for your birthday like the first time I you know the boys. boys let me tell that you so I know and he probably thought he was like this is the best idea ever like he did he did he was like he's like such an so
0: awesome happy. gift I know yeah. I know wow. when he like said it we thought that it was going to be a, like a party you know like oh my no. people it was an stuff. intimate dinner it was, yeah. it was just the four of us yeah. and at like this beautiful restaurant Yeah
1: we like expensive things like John <laughs> loves expensive hey, dinners
0: just, <laughs> he like can't help himself <laughs> like he's like he got stick? like he got escargot you know? <laughs> oh my god Canadian bacon and we were oh, like that's a fun person <laughs> yeah.
1: he's he's bougie I brought her
0: a blanket for her <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you
1: get someone who you give, don't
0: know for their right <laughs> mug, someone I you think. sat next to for months yeah I don't know. Wow. I mean, we had com- we had conversation for yeah, you know, like a, a fun conversations here and there. But yeah, she she we went to this restaurant and I was like, oh, it's her birthday. We need to get her a gift. And he was like, get her something small. And I was like, well, okay. Um, and then went Massive to like Target. target. Her <laughs> <laughs> like a blanket and like this mug. Yeah, and um. Yeah, it was That's Now we're it friends. Was quite an That's a different experience. Now, I mean, it out well,
2: so <laughs> now we're less lonely. Yeah, it's so interesting <laughs> though, that you guys were like in the same community around each other for so long and just mm-hmm. didn't kind of like take that step to become friends. Because I feel like that is what happens so often is you get so like kind of comfortable and used to being oh, yeah. on your own that then it's really hard to kind of put yourself out there. And also maybe like I know for me personally, I've just had so many friends like ditch me in the past I've been like thrown out by so many groups that then it almost creates this like subconscious trauma where like you kind of almost expect the worst from people it's a really bad thing that I do but whenever I meet someone I'm like I always go into it just with that fear because of those things that have happened so many times
0: Like you're that, waiting for the like, other shoe to drop. You yeah, I mean? exactly. So yeah. It's like,
2: it it almost then becomes hard to like start something because you just see like an inevitable end based on the past, or you just kind of expect the worst from people, which is a bad perspective to have. Yeah,
1: like,
0: try to change that a lot. But...
1: <laughs> it's a little yeah. PTSD. Yeah,
0: it is. You, she, she's experienced some PTSD from me. <laughs> okay, so I, <laughs> no. I've had I've had some some really tough time with friends. I've had some really, um, mental struggles with friends. I yeah. was friend with someone who, who we've talked about who we could like possibly classify as a narcissist. I mean, that was, it was a deaf and she was also a roommate as well. So mm-hmm. I was stuck with it. And- the roommates. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was also during the time when my father was diagnosed with cancer and he had passed away three years ago. So All that, all that was in the middle of me being friends with her. (laughs) And now Priscilla, like I was telling Priscilla, how now I'm like always on edge when it comes to friends, or always thinking or overthinking when it comes to friends because I just have PTSD or whatever. She'll like
1: call and apologize for stuff, and I'm like, "Why are you even calling me right now? (laughs) No (laughs) apology is even needed." Like she's like, "Well, I'm just worried I'm being a bad friend." I'm like no yeah, I, yeah. I, I not even a
0: thing like I like, forgot to include her in like a meeting about the podcast oh. and, <laughs> and she just didn't answer fast enough so I gave her a call and I was like you're okay right it's everything's
1: good. I mean,
2: it's <laughs> like that's yeah you start to get nervous and people don't respond it's not like, oh they're just busy it's like oh it's
1: like, shit uh-oh. this is it you I know? literally was having dinner It's yeah. <laughs> like I'm eating dinner right now what are you worried about my phone's not yeah. on me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so hard
2: to like so not is. have like trust yeah. issues though after. Mm-hmm. The- oh that. yeah. And that sounds like so major what you went through with that person that it just is probably mm-hmm. hard but to not have that in the back of your mind.
1: Yeah. But your guys' roommate situation will be fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying to like. <laughs> oh my God. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not trying to project that on you guys. I mean, we've lived in the same house
2: forever and we lived with our friend last year and it's yeah it's all
1: good it can <laughs> yeah. be a ton of fun like it's just finding those like those right people it's exactly. like that right yeah. friendship group
2: yeah I am excited because this uh friend Anna that we're moving in with we did we lived with her and one other girl last year and we like ended up becoming best friends with her and got along so well and it was like the first time in a while that I'd like made a new best friend that yeah. I like didn't have those fears and things about. And so that was like mm-hmm. a fun experience yeah. and felt so like definitely yeah. life growth in that. Definitely sense. like same vibes as you guys becoming friends or similar yeah. vibes of oh, like, that's so sweet. it like, <laughs> it shows you what, what is possible. Yeah. 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 I, I think so the, like a friend
0: should have, a friend should be so patient with you. You know hmm. what I mean? Like Priscilla is so patient with me and all my crazy, you know, here and there's and overthinking and things like that a friend a friend should be patient and understanding and not think like the worst you know what I mean yeah that's so nice I think that where
2: everything kind of stemmed from for us to begin with is we were we grew up in New Hampshire but then we moved to Hong Kong for four years of our lives Mm -hmm. so we were there fifth grade and middle school for us just for our dad's job and we went to an international school we absolutely loved it like the community Was so diverse. We were able to travel a lot. It was just like an incredible opportunity. And it just like when you're from nine to 13, it's like those are really formative Mm -hmm. years of your life, right? So that like kind of just felt like our life. And then we moved back to New Hampshire for high school. And it was just really, really difficult for us going from like an international school in Hong Kong to like a New Hampshire public school. It like could not have been more polar opposite. And so we really, struggled with that to figure out like where we fit in because we were like okay well we we like went to elementary school here like we were here as kids so we like kind of know some of these people but this really like feels so out of place for us with kind of what we have experienced and what we identify with now so we really struggled ourselves finding our place and then also just felt ultimately very like judged and mistreated and kind of pushed oh out from other people for like the different things that we had experienced as well
0: I you- feel like new england sorry no, i feel ahead. like new englanders too it's like a because i'm from connecticut which is that whole new england yeah. vibe and i feel like it's like a hit or miss you either come back yeah, and you're like sure. the exotic like oh they left for a year and you know a few years uh-huh. and now they're back or you come back and you're like the weirdos that left for a few years and then came yeah. back you know it you was mean?
2: it was just like a strange situation where we just didn't feel very like welcomed back really in yeah community. but I mean I do totally understand, star, understand now that. you know
1: yeah
2: from from other people's perspective like we left and then we came back and like no one understands what like our like you don't understand anyone else's experiences yeah and I mean that goes for everyone and it's really difficult to it is difficult to see people you know for everything that they are rather you know what I mean
1: yeah um, well and like then they continued for four, four years like becoming like strong friends with like the people you left behind so that was like yeah, yeah. you guys kind of came back in as strangers almost and that yeah, exactly. that must have been difficult for everyone mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. you feel I- like it made you guys like lean on each other more
2: at times I think that like since we've gone to college actually we've gotten a lot closer than we had been before because I think like it it really ebbed and flowed during that time in high school when we came back where there were certain times where we, like, had a great friend group and everything was going really well, but for some reason, everything just came to an end. Like, it it just kind of was always a mm-hmm. roller coaster for us, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I don't think that we were honestly as close during that time as we are now, and maybe I it was think- because we were just both, you know, we were, like, kids ourselves, and we were also both kind of going through that and feeling those Upsetting feelings separately and didn't yeah. know how to mm-hmm. lean on each other and support each other rather than just kind of being angry. Yeah, that I whole think, like
1: sink or swim. Yeah, for
2: sure. I think the podcast um and like having to create a a new type of relationship within yeah. like being sisters. Now that we like have to work together and <laughs> kind of talk through things and be on the same page, I think that has definitely caused us to be closer in every aspect of like our relationship in general. Has that
1: been a pretty easy transition cuz like Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, cuz I work I mean, with like obviously the, my husband.
2: Yeah. It's it's totally. very similar. Like there's no like regrets or real real issues. Like obviously yeah. it's overall going well, but I mean just like with your husband I there's like a lot of like little fights that go on or you know if you're not on the same page about something and it's it's hard when you have different types of relationships or if you're like very even if you work with like a co-worker that you aren't married to or related to in that way if you're like closer with someone if you have a different type of connection like it's a lot more tense at times or yeah. when it, it's tense it's like 10 times <laughs> type of thing
0: yeah.
1: um, no, I, I feel that we hire yeah. a lot of family yeah. members <laughs> like almost all of his cousins work for us and then okay. the ones who like don't are like we're about to turn 18. Can we come work for you guys? Can we come work yeah. for you guys? Yeah. We're like, oh hey, gosh. like we want to switch careers. So like all the cousins work for us. We've had a few friends work for us and like it mm-hmm. definitely can get tense and oh, it's a different sure. kind of tension. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, it's like, interesting. I
1: but I, like I want to change twin. it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs>
0: when it's good, it works so when it's well. good, oh, it's yeah. Really
2: good, and when it's, when it's bad, it's, it's bad, just like, like uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I were like with my twin, I were, we have like very different, I feel like with twins, you either kind of trend towards the same route or you, you get like really different personalities and we got really different personalities and she's, she's amazing, but I'd feel like if we tried to do something together, we'd have very different Mm -hmm. expectations of what I, what (laughs) I, my aesthetic would be, or her aesthetic would be something like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. It's different when it with when is with a sister because you're not always like with a husband or a relationship that you're dating you're you're kind of like oh I'm gonna try to make it as nice as possible I'm not gonna always nitpick or or <laughs> at least I yeah, she's like yeah, yeah I do though. <laughs> though.
2: I mean once you get like more I think it's just comfort level even yeah. if, even if it's with a friend but for sure the comfort level if you're still maybe like, you know, if you're, if you've been married for 10 years, you're going to act differently with each other than yeah. if you've been dating for two months, you know, it's just that whole, you know, what you're, yeah, how so far, far with- you can push the limits without breaking. And I feel like yeah. you like learn those limits
1: as you, as you go on, but I, I, I probably, uh, we probably speak a little too candid to each other, <laughs> but like, we know how to do it like respectfully, especially yeah. like in other, in front of other people, like we're very respectful of each other. Uh-huh. So like, there's no like disrespect going on, but like, yeah. we are very candid with one another.
0: <laughs> My favorite thing about Priscilla and John, I mean, is that you go and you pinch him when you think when <laughs> I mean, she goes and she like gives him a little bit of a pinch when oh, he's no, I get getting a on, like,
1: nipple twist. <laughs> Like,
0: I'm just like, nope, <laughs> that's enough.
1: <laughs> but um, no, so like, we're talking about like siblings working with family. You guys work together, mm-hmm. um. And I know Sophia wanted to talk about um, some, like, body image things. Yeah. And I think, like, because yeah. you guys both, like, the way she's explained it, you both went through different journeys. But this is your whole platform,
0: essentially, yes. is,
1: like, the fitness Health and, and wellness. stuff. Yeah. Health and wellness. And, like, yeah. how has that, like, affected you guys, like, emotionally and personally? And, like,
0: did you guys go through the journey together or did you guys kind of go on your no. separate journey? Journeys? I
2: mean, it was definitely very individual. And I mean, the more we like understand it, I've, I I kind of went through that before and with like, it wasn't like a, a thing. So then when I noticed Caroline was going through that and becoming more like, you know, eating disorder vibes, then I was like, yeah, because when you, when you know what to look for, um, it becomes super obvious, but when you don't quite know what to look for and you don't necessarily know what's going on, that's when p- you get like people complimenting, like "Oh my god, congratulations on like losing I'm weight." Or you
0: I know. So good.
2: Whereas if you if you know what's up, then you're like, "Don't say that."
1: <laughs> do Yeah, say that. you only um, know what you know, right? Exactly. Right, yeah. So I think um,
2: I mean we both have always been very athletic, like as kids growing up and stuff. But our personal fitness journeys were very separate, and then also kind of the spaces that we've built on social media around it have been separate as well except for the podcast and I think when I started posting about health and wellness content content on social media I was younger than it It was like more at the start of my personal fitness journey where I was very extreme with health and fitness where it definitely veered towards that more like had to be perfect more disordered side of it and as I grew in myself and on my own journey and like realized that I really like needed to find more balance and that I was going down kind of a bad path I also recognized that there was this huge gap in the content that I was seeing on social media whereas I felt so many people just showed health as like all or nothing or people either had a fitness page where it was like fitness was their entire life or people didn't right there wasn't much of a bridge between fitness and lifestyle. Whereas what I grew to understand was that fitness should be a part of your lifestyle. It shouldn't be your entire life. Like so many people portray it on social media. And I think that that really, um, like took me down a bad path when I felt like, okay, now I'm committing to fitness. I have to be like all these other people where it's like fitness is their life. That's everything that they do. Right. You have to be a hundred percent. And so as I grew kind of on my own path and kind of took myself through a journey of like recovering my mindset finding more balance in my life then my content really shifted to reflect that as well and try to bridge that gap between fitness and lifestyle and also confidence and body image because it's like it felt so ironic to me that my body image was almost at its lowest when my fitness was at its peak because it became all about my body and so hyper aware of it and conscious. And it, I think so many people go through that experience where something that like health and fitness that is so positive and so good when it's taken to the extreme, then it becomes so negative, like mentally and physically. And so oh, yeah. really trying to like stop other people from going down that path and like kind of show the realness behind health and fitness and balance and body yeah. image kind of
0: bring all of those things together. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the huge reasons why I got so excited when she launched her, um, thing where she was saying that she's gathering clients mm-hmm. because I, I mean, I'm on my own fitness journey mm-hmm. and I like going to the gym and I like trying to get in walks, but I feel like I, I'm, I sit at this certain weight that I want to try to like move past it. Yeah. And, um, and I, but I wanted to skip the whole where you're so restrictive and you're you're so just for pure aesthetic and yeah for sure
2: and I think the like avoiding restriction is something that we obviously we talk about it just like very candidly with in body image as well um like we talk we have specific episodes about body image specific posts that will individually talk about like very obviously like body Mm -hmm. image and you know avoiding restriction and how your life you can get to where you want you will get to where you want by not restricting rather than by like trying to over restrict um but I think a lot of it is also subliminal in the things that we share and trying to take on you know practice what we preach type of thing and share the holistic side of our lives and because we do one of our biggest points both of us is that you can live a very healthy lifestyle that makes you look good feel good feel confident um, as well as like have a fun life like you can have both sides of it at yeah, the same yeah. time to the fullest extent that you want and I mean we do that both candidly and just like packed throughout all of our content Um, mm. and I think that's a huge point like I said practicing what you preach and sharing that throughout that's when you know we get everyone to realize that yes you can because I'm going to be the proof like I- I'm going to show you how yeah. it's done. I yeah.
1: like that you guys are like even though you're twins and you're in business together and you're doing this podcast together that you guys still keep it separate that you like realize yeah. like your guys's journeys are completely separate and oh, like yeah. even your individual pages because I did go to your guys's yeah. pages mm-hmm. and like look at them and like you guys both have like very different content on yeah, your pages yes, and exactly. I love that I love that like individuality that you are keeping and the authenticity
2: yeah, yeah. thank, you. thank yeah. you I think we, we definitely have very different like identities online with yeah. what we're comfortable sharing and what we want to post yeah, yeah I think or?
0: sorry go ahead.
2: go ahead um we're both we, I mean we've both gotten to a point where we're very comfortable like sharing our real authentic selves online and we yeah. are in a very similar space um and we do have similar intentions um in a sense, of what we want to accomplish with our individual platforms, but it manifests in different ways. I I mean, Caroline's a personal trainer. I'm a group fitness instructor. So we both like to take a more kind of educated stance on empowering um, people through fitness and through health in that sense. But, um, you know, Caroline takes on the more like blatant fitness and body image and nutrition and that sector of this niche, um, within health and wellness. And I, you know, we, we overlap with everything and we do touch on everything, but Mm -hmm. our like biggest pillars I would say is, and then I take on kind of, I like talking about mindset and journaling and like the more holistic lifestyle side of things. So even though we do talk about similar things and same ways and have, you know, the same, intentions on who we want to reach and why we want to reach them and what we want to say which is why it does make the podcast kind of easy to align on a lot of those things it like you said manifests in different ways and I so appreciate that you noticed that and
1: yeah I did you appreciate- and like, it. I know I know she's obviously like I am aware of you guys because of her and like I'm really like thankful but like honestly like that's the first thing I noticed and like I loved it because I'm like You could just like see the authenticity because it is so different. And like, I feel like a lot of people kind of like try to fit a box. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's just so cool to see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like Instagram, there's just not enough people who are authentic or they're just kind of going for, it's starting to trend differently now, which is great, but there are just a lot of people who are going for that aesthetic of it and not the authenticity or the truth of it. And yeah, yeah, girls need to see that girls need to see absolutely. if you can't sustain, like for some people genetics wise plays a role in whether or not you sustain like a six pack or an eight pack a hundred percent of the time and Mm -hmm. not enough influencers talk about, okay, if you, if you want to sustain a six pack, then some people are going to have to stay in a cut for a very, like a longer period of time or. If you, you know, this is what your body could look like if you're intuitively eating and things like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I think the biggest, like one of the biggest things for me is making sure people know that like their healthiest body doesn't necessarily have to be their skinniest body. And it doesn't have to be exactly like somebody else's healthiest body because I was like, I've had my skinniest body, but that didn't support my happiest and my healthiest life. And so that really wasn't my healthy, sustainable body. Right. And what, what it looks like for me is going to be different than what it looks like for you and somebody else because our lives are all different Mm -hmm. our genetics are all different and so I think just trying to get rid of that expectation that health just has one look and while like everyone that is fit will look fit there's not just one blueprint for that there's there's all these yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah. Cause you can, you can also be fit and completely unhealthy. Like absolutely, yes, it exactly. goes, it goes hand in hand. Like I think either extreme can be extremely dangerous and yeah. like mm-hmm. finding that balance of what works for your body individually mm-hmm. is like the most important thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. And one of the biggest messages that I think we both share together, especially on the podcast is the idea that like a healthy lifestyle is meant to be lived at the end of the day, you're doing yeah. it to support your life. You're not doing it just to be as skinny as you can, just to like prove to somebody else that you can be more shredded than them. Right. Like you're doing it so that your lifestyle
0: Mm -hmm. is fun and healthy and happy, not for anybody else. I mean, and that's how, why we started, like, I'm sure that's why you guys started Mm -hmm. your podcast too. You just want girls to know this. You want girls to know that it's not, you know, you, you, you look on social media and you see like five different fitness influencers who are you know, prepping for a competition or that's like what they do. That's what they're they're how they make them yeah. their money or something like that. And and they think like, oh, why aren't I looking like that? Yeah. And it's just it's such a it's a hard mindset to get over. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's for sure. I still do it. I still look on but Instagram. what you
2: don't see and what so many people don't see is like behind most of those shredded people is disordered thoughts is all of these things. Yeah. I mean, Look at so many people who did bikini competitions and do, like, extremely shredded stuff. And they all come back a couple years later to say that they're struggling with, like, binge eating and right. things like that. Because behind all of those pictures that you may see for that short period of time, there's usually so much struggle that then comes after that. And it's, mm-hmm. like, you don't yeah. see that going on behind yeah. the scenes. And that's, it's that's never worth it. You it's know? always, like, well after the fact. Because, I mean, there are so many TikToks that are, like bodybuilding, like it's different than disordered eating. And I controversial, but no, I think it's not. (laughs) I think it it doesn't have to be, but the deeper you get into it, it like it's almost inevitable that it will become that way. Um but yeah, I I think there's a whole range to it. And even if in the moment you don't people don't share that like if they're prepping for a show or they're really you know getting super lean, even if it's you know, not disordered or coming from a disordered place, they are it's lacking always in, restrictive. it's always restrictive in you some sense. You can't do that without being Obviously restrictive in some part of your life. Nutritionally, but again, once, you know, you lose, you don't want to go out either because you don't have the actual energy or because you're, you're like, scared to, you're scared or, to you are Scared to, scared of something or, you know, you're lacking in other areas of your life as well. And I think that's why we both share beyond just like here's what I ate this morning and then this is what I did for a workout and I have I love sharing both of those like I will not eat a meal without posting a picture <laughs> of it and I will not yeah. like go to the gym if <laughs> I'm in a cute outfit and not take a cute picture of it um but I will also share that I'm like out Doing other things. And like, I, oh, I didn't go to the gym today when I was supposed to, but I went for a walk and I like went surfing and I was so exhausted. And I'm okay with not going to the gym because I'm going to go tomorrow and I'm going to like, I feel good about today and I'm going to feel good tomorrow, you know? So sharing that holistic side of things, again, to just let people know through being proof Mm -hmm. that it is possible to live all sides of your life and to live your happiest, healthiest life. In every sense of the word, yeah. For anyone listening who does find themselves like seeing somebody like body goals or super shredded and stuff on Instagram, like you just assume that because they look that way, the rest of their life must be perfect. Yeah. The rest of their life is l- lacking in at least one area for them to be mm-hmm. able to consistently be that yeah. shredded. Like it is, and with all <laughs> this we're talking about, like very very shredded. Yeah, uh, like yeah. you can be very fit and you can be, and you healthy can be very and lean, and yeah. you can. I mean, in the past like two, three years that I've had a personal fitness journey without, you know, re- over restricting or having disordered um, anything. I've had natural progression while also having a balanced lifestyle. And that takes a lot of time. And so I think there's two, two facets of it. You know, if someone is very, very, very lean, like show type lean, that's not sustainable. And that might come from a place of, disordered habits um but if you're looking super fit and you know you see like athletic trainers or people where it's their job or they've been in the space or had the hobby of personal fitness for a very very long time and they look super strong and lean that comes naturally while also indulging in like every other area of life so I think again like it is possible to have a body that you are very proud of and very confident in. And that looks aesthetically pleasing to like society's standards um, while also having a fun social life and having hobbies and having, you know, space in your life for eating out and doing these things that maybe if all you were consumed with was your body image. And, you know, if you were going to perform in the gym that you may not have.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. My dad, uh, body built and mm-hmm. so, but he just did it for a season just to prove that he could do it. Yes. Um, uh, and for him, it was more like a mental game Absolutely. and like, I remember him telling me like, yeah, I like the biggest thing is like just standing in the mirror and like, telling yourself like you're ripped and muscular, like for him, that was like the biggest part of it, like was just mentally, he's a lot like me. He likes to like switch up hobbies. So he only did it for a season, like got super shredded and then like bounced and like still remained very like fit and like very Mm -hmm. buff, but Mm -hmm. like through like different forms of like lifestyle and like, but his photos from that time, like very unrealistic, like, and he knew that like, he was just like, I'm just going to do it just to say, I can do it but it does come from, there is some storm, like some form of brokenness there, like mm, yeah. for sure. And some sort of disconnect. And like, it's almost like trying to fill a void. And it's once mm-hmm. you find that like balance and filling that void yeah. with the right thing.
0: Is it, yes. is it lonely being that lean? I mean, I me mean, I can't speak from experience because I've never actually been that lean or that restrictive. We talk a lot about um, on our platform, we talk a lot about emotional eating and that's Mm. something that we both struggle with. And is it lonely though, being super lean? I mean, I think that anybody who is,
2: if you're looking at health and fitness as just black and white and like zero Mm. or a hundred, then I think it, it becomes self-isolating when you take that to the extreme and you don't have balance with it because you think that Like you're, you, you don't want to go out. You don't want to be social. You don't Mm want to like do anything that isn't for your health and fitness. Right. Exactly. It's just, it's self-isolating in its nature. If you take it too far. Just like if you get consumed with a job or anything, it becomes the more you let it take over of your life, the less life you have.
1: Mm. Yeah. So true. And I want to live life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Though that's so, that's so. I think it's so cool though that you guys are so young and you guys are talking so well about balance. And thank you. I mean, that's something that takes years and years to cultivate and figure out. And I feel like I'm still figuring out, and I'm 25. I mean, me as well, right? There's
2: areas that I can speak on balance really well, and there's also areas where I can't. You know, I think finding I I had to find the balance with health and fitness for myself so I can speak on that but there's like so many different aspects to to balanced life that I don't think anyone has everything perfect oh absolutely and I don't think there's one form of balance like I think of balance and like I worked today I worked out today and like I'm like I do every day and I put those at the forefront and then I'm gonna like go have dinner with my friend and that's my social activity like that's a lot of social activity for me, like my social caliber or the amount of social activity that like I require in a week or a day, may be different from someone else. And yeah. my amount of fitness or an amount of work time is different from someone else. And that's because that's what me personally, like that's what works and that's what I enjoy. And that's what I've kind of found that ratio of what balances for me and the ratio for you both is going to be different from me and from each other. And like my friends, everyone has a different ratio. And so I think, um, you know, you see people and you think that they are, you know, you pick up that maybe they are living a balanced lifestyle or admire their balanced lifestyle. And that is because like, they found what works for them and they're confident in that and secure in that ratio. And I think once you find it and are happy with it, then it doesn't feel like you're missing anything, you know, no matter what the ratio is, once you're content with what it is, then like, that's when you found your equilibrium
1: and you're like, you're good. That's so well said. Yeah, Balance yeah. is key, Balance is key. <laughs> with and everything.
0: You know what? I also want to kind of point out that even if you are super balanced, you can still have like really lows. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. That is, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm, I this is great. I, this is where I stay at all the time." And it's not. No, that's not real. No, you yeah. can, oh my you God, guys, absolutely not. Yeah, and you guys are so honest about that too. Like Caroline's, like, "Oh my, you know, I broke out a lot today, and that's just what happened, you know." And yeah. and you normalize it. Yeah. And, women need to know that it's normal. It's normal to oh, have yeah. lows. I'm totally
1: mm-hmm. broke out right now.
0: <laughs> it has been a rough week. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It like, does.
1: It's, it's just part of life. Honestly, no one else knows that this <laughs> is. exactly.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. They were talking on one of their podcasts about like, no one else is looking or criticizing you as much as you're. Yeah. That's yourself. what I
2: always, or at least if I like have a breakout or something, yeah. you, you can, number one, like you see it and you, you can feel, feel it. it yeah, I yeah. think it's the feeling. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I could be walking around and I'm like, oh my God, I have like a pimple on my chin and I can feel it and I'm like so everyone is for sure staring at this right now <laughs> but no one notices because yeah, no one, no know
1: one cares
2: you, no one like right. no one like knows that it's there because you only know it's there because you're hyper hyper aware of it yeah, yeah. I to try to think about like your friends can you like think of a time where you were like oh they looked really bad that day or something like you you really no. can't because you just see them like oh that's them that's what they look like right it's yeah. you don't differentiate people with those minor things as much as you do yourself I think one of my favorite like realizations of this is it was in Boston the dead of winter like COVID so people were not wearing masks outside and I was walking past one of my friends my roommate at the time and she was wearing sweatpants sweatshirt like a giant puffer jacket hood up she had her glasses on like mask on head down and from a mile away I was like oh my god that's Eugenia (laughs) and I was like I can't see a singular feature on her face like I don't know what that but I can like I know that's her because I know that's how she walks. So like, that's how she, you know, all these little things that add up to how people see you, it goes so far beyond physical appearance because like, yeah, oh, yeah. in that moment, I couldn't see a singular physical attribute of hers. And I was like, that that's is her. Like, I, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm so excited because I'm like, I'm going to go see her right now. I'm like, we're on the same street. Like, this is so fun. And I don't know. I love that. And I always remember that because that was one of my biggest realizations of like it literally doesn't care what you look like
0: yeah yeah like me looking at them right now you know they were talking about oh you know my hair is this or yada yada i thought i was like look at how cool her slick back bun is you know <laughs> <she looks laughs> tough, if you funny, touch it it's like right? because it's like me like yeah. i feel so dirty right now like right after the beach right but it's like you don't i guess i, other I don't see that at all i see have two beautiful girls who are smiling right back at you guys <laughs> yeah so I have one more question for you guys. Uh-huh. What was it like to um, go from being so restrictive? Was it very hard with your food and things like that to kind of start to move out of that super restrictive? Or did you find it, it was um, uh, came natural to you? Um, I mean, one of my like biggest restrictions
2: is when I was like swimming and exercising super hard. And I was like, it, I would work out before, like I would go to the pool before school and I would just like not pack food. And so I like got, that was kind of my like smallest period. And it was like unintentional in that way. And so when I stopped, you know, when swim was over and I kind of got back to a normal routine, it was partially natural that I, you know, got a little bit less restrictive because like I didn't have the routine or the like, space to be restrictive so one it was like a natural force out of that out of that space a little bit but the mental game definitely like it takes so much time to get in a better space and it's almost like any mental growth you can try as hard as you want but it's not gonna like stick until you're consistent with it for a crazy long time and you're patient with it and mm. you're like accepting of the the little back pedals and whatnot and I mean still if I have a day and I'm like, oh my God, like I am so fat today. And I'm like, really? No, I'm not because like, that's not true. And I know that, but like my brain is going crazy. And I'm like, like, oh, well maybe I'll just like eat a little less. And I'm like, well, I'm hungry. So, and then it's like a battle with your head, but then the more conscious and kind of aware and educated you get on it um, Mm -hmm. and stable with yourself, it's kind of the, again, using a ratio, the like stronger your physical and emotional self get between each other it's almost like a battle between the two as you come out of a restrictive phase whether like with eating and with over exercising and things like that um or the opposite with emotional eating like you guys were talking about or you know because everyone has experienced both sides like everyone to different extents of course but like everyone knows the feeling of both overeating and undereating, and with both it's a mental battle between Mm. like it's like you're too conscious. Conscience is almost like it talking to each other. And so I think the deeper and more strong you get within that battle is when you can like pull yourself into a more neutral space, whether it be like up from under eating or wanting to under eat or back from overeating or wanting to overeat. Yeah. I think for me, it was like, it it was definitely over a period of time because like everything else like that change doesn't happen overnight but it was really just trying to learn how to like trust myself and trust my body because then after coming out of that restrictive phase obviously the tendency is to then kind of go in the other direction and like overeat and for me it was hard to decipher like okay my body needs to grow and my body like is restoring itself but it was hard to like understand my own hunger cues at that point understand like what my body needed or when i was going overboard and then how to try to navigate like not feeling guilty after the fact like it's going to be a process but it's all about um just trying to build as much trust with yourself as you can and that can't happen until you try things and just see what happens so i think as much as you can trying to like Get rid of any guilt because truly guilt is just you like creating resistance with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's nobody else telling you like yeah. you're doing something yeah. wrong, you did something wrong. It's like literally just you and you just creating resistance, like for what? Absolutely. You know? No, guilt is so that just, fight between yeah, yourself. It's yeah. it's it's really just you. So trying to drop as much of that as you can, just have empathy with yourself and building trust with yourself. No matter where you're at with health and fitness, I think really the the understanding yourself, trusting yourself, trusting, yourself, trusting your body is really key.
1: I love what you just said. Like guilt is your own resistance. Yeah. Like In, I, entirely. I love that.
2: I was reading a book that recently that honestly, and talking about like stress, guilt, all of those feelings. Like no one's, do- no one's doing that to you. That's like your brain creating yeah. resistance out of fear. It's
1: right? like mental toughness almost. Like we have mm-hmm. to like train ourselves to be tough and like, yeah. like figure out those emotions and like sure. learn them better and how yeah. to regulate them. Yeah. Like I love that. Well, I think on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a really high note to end it on. Yeah. I'm
0: glad yeah so. so tell everybody where they can find you what platforms they can find you on I think what's your Instagram handle and stuff yeah like that. amazing well you can find our podcast is girls with goals anywhere you listen to
2: podcasts and then we have an Instagram and a TikTok for that that's at girls with goals pod and then my personal Instagram and TikTok is Caroline Canine and mine is Anne Katherine Canine on both Instagram and TikTok both are just our names yeah and that is everywhere
0: you can yeah. find us awesome and well thank you
1: Thank you guys so much for coming on. So thank you. It
0: was like such
2: a treat, so thank you guys. Of course. So happy to do it and excited to listen back and be able to share this with our audience as well.
1: Yes. Definitely.